Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle The Truth. Today's episode we are going to be talking about Free Guy, the new Ryan Reynolds uh, video game movie adaptation. It's not an adaptation, it's not an adaptation. This is the non-spoiler review, I'm going to get right into it, with the fact that a lot of people are going to be talking about this as a video game adaptation film. It's not, okay? It's not. You cannot class this amongst the same as Mortal Kombat and Tomb Raider, Warcraft, Need for Speed, whatever. You just can't. You really can't. This is just a movie that happens to be involved with a video game world and the company that runs it and whatever, okay? This has nothing to do with being based on a video game prior to this, okay? There is no actual free city game, although I would play it, I would play it probably, because even though it does take a lot of inspiration from Grand Theft Auto and from Fortnite, I guess, this is just a new property, this is completely new, it's fresh, it's unique, it's kind of original, which is nice, you know, it's good to see an original movie being made, but at the same time, that originality is sort of lacking slightly because of the fact that it is based on all of these older things. So even though it's great to see this type of film being made, and it's an extremely fun video game featured film, it's just not a video game adaptation film that people can class as that, because it's not. It will really drive me mad if people start calling it that, because you're completely disregarding other video game movies, which are actually not too bad. Yeah, some of them are not great, but if you look at them, and if you enjoy the games, you'll probably enjoy the films. Okay, it's not like they just rip all the fun out of them. You know, Need for Speed, that's a solid movie, got completely panned. It's a good film. Warcraft, I've never played a Warcraft game in my life, I loved that film, I thought that film was spectacular, I don't know, maybe it's just me, maybe I have bad taste, but at the same time, this is the type of film that people are going to be starting to hail it as the best video game movie ever made, it's not, it's not a video game movie anyway, and it's certainly not the best, okay, even Wreck-It Ralph, Wreck-It Ralph, that's, I should have mentioned that in the spoiler, what I mentioned in the spoiler is, this film is just a massive blend of the likes of The Truman Show, Deadpool, Groundhog Day, The Lego Movie, Grand Theft Auto, bit of Fortnite, I guess, and then also Wreck-It Ralph. There's 100% Wreck-It Ralph elements in this film, but the majority are the Lego movie and probably the Truman Show, you know, those two in particular, because there are a lot of repetitive moments in this film, similar to the Lego movie, with the whole waking up routine, say good morning to your pets and your neighbours and going to work, all of that stuff. I've seen it in the Lego movie. Even the going to get a coffee, it's exactly the same as in the Lego movie. This is just a live-action Lego movie, and for that respect, it works. You know, it's a fun film that people are going to enjoy. It's a good film. It's not a great film, which is ironic because the whole motto that is said through this film is don't have a good day, have a great day. I'm not going to be the good guy. I'm going to be the great guy. This film is a good film, not a great film. That's the best way I could describe it. But even then, I'm not being harsh on it. I'm not saying it's a bad film. I'm not saying avoid it. Watch it. You know, it's a good film. I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to enjoy it again. It's just nothing special to the extent that could be classed as great. You know, it's a good film. It's a fine film, solid, but it's just lacking something to make it that extra level to call it great. Because the biggest thing for me is I would rather just go and play the games this is trying to be based on and have a better time with it. Because the likes of Grand Theft Auto, there's so many moments that feel like it could be just ripped straight out of that world. So Grand Theft Auto Online, you can just go around driving with random people. 
you can see somebody get blown up one street and then shot in the next and then hit by a car down the next you know that sort of thing is amazing and it's so immersive and it's great to see this but at the same time i feel better when you're actually holding the controller when you're controlling these characters yourselves when you're properly immersed in this situation and in this universe this film just slightly lacked in that respect because even though it's fun to watch and even though it's enjoyable it's just kind of for either younger fans or it's for older people who don't play these games okay for me who plays them for me who enjoys them except for fortnite because that game is trash the embodiment of literal trash this sort of film it felt a bit too lackluster and i'd rather just play the games i like that though because when i'm watching it, i'm thinking i like seeing this reference this is going to make me want to go and play the games again and i will so i'll enjoy it because of that and i appreciate what the film's doing to make me go back and enjoy the games i like that i like that a lot I'm going to try and keep it as short as possible because I talked a lot in the spoiler review so I'm going to keep this one nice and concise just straight to the point even though I've rambled for the first five or so minutes. Okay let me do a little pros and cons list. Pros. I like Ryan Reynolds. I like Jodie Comer. I love Joe Keery in this film. Proving himself to be more than just Stranger Things. He's so good in this film. I, I like Taika Waititi usually. I did not like him in this film so he's going to be on the pros and cons list. Everybody else does a fine job. There's a few other people I'm not really sold on. I think don't do a really good job. But then again, that links to the cons list with the script. Okay, so the script is not great. I didn't love the script. It seemed a bit weak at times because my issue is when you've got a script like this, Ryan Reynolds can make anything sound funny. But when you actually listen to what's being said, it's just really not funny. And so there's certain lines that just fall into every single Ryan Reynolds film when he's going to compare something to being like something else. So he drinks a cup of coffee and he's like, this is like something something had something something. I can't remember what he says in this film. Something about Jesus walking in his mouth or whatever. I don't know. That type of delivery by Ryan Reynolds is just in every single one of his films. It's in Deadpool. It's in The Hitman's Bodyguard. It's in this. It's in Hobson Shaw, even though he's only in that briefly. It's in every single film he does. And I just feel like the script is not really doing him any favours when they keep putting these in again and again. For the most part, the script excels in the storytelling aspect. It's just when it comes to the actual dialogue, it falls flat so many times. And I just wasn't really enjoying what was being said. And like I mentioned, when you've got Ryan Reynolds saying these things, he can make most things sound funny. But when you actually listen to it, it just doesn't sound funny. It's not. It's just not good. So anyway, I'm not a huge fan of the script. However, the storytelling and the narrative I really enjoy. And I love the way it interweaves the video game world with the humans world and with their video game design company. I love that aspect and I love how many times it manages to seamlessly edit together these two cross-running storylines. Because that's extremely hard to achieve a level that's this effective. I mean, look at Ready Player One. That's another film I should have mentioned as part of the love child of this film. So yeah, Ready Player One. But you look at that and the editing is good, except for when it comes to the final battle. And then it just keeps dragging it out of the scenes that are interesting in favour of putting in some random little bit in the real world that we don't care about that much. This film does not fall into that trap at all. This film excels in both worlds and I was so happy to see more of different situations going on because usually you're just interested in a certain aspect of film. So whether you're interested in just the Transformers and not the humans in those films, whether you're just interested in this video game stuff and not the real world, I'm interested in both and I think everybody is going to be definitely interested in both of these aspects because they work so well. And for the most part, I actually probably enjoyed 
the whole video game company aspect more than I did the actual game stuff because there's a lot more funny and on-the-nose stuff happening in the real world with games companies struggling with lawsuits or with development issues, you know, whether they're trying to smoothen out bugs, whether they're trying to delay an upcoming game, working on the sequel, that sort of thing happens on a day-to-day basis. As I'm a fan of the game industry, as I'm a fan of games, just in general, I love seeing this sort of thing included because you look at the Cyberpunk 2077 launch back at the start of the year, that was atrocious and there's so many bugs in that game. So to hear them talking about bugs in this, I love that. I love that so much. This links into another pro and a con. The pro of this film is focusing on the background characters and focusing on how he is an NPC, he's the non-playable character, even though they mention that too many times, way too many times, that's a con. They explain it for audiences as if we're children, as if we're so basic we do not know what this is. The film focuses on Guy, who is a non-playable character, and I like that. However, everything that happens in the background of this film, centred on the background character, is more enjoyable. I honestly loved seeing everything that was happening in the background, whether you're watching a different player run into a wall or try and jump into a wall, even though it clearly doesn't work, so they're just running in the same spot. That's exactly what happens when you play video games. The mechanics of that is perfect. They nailed that so well. And then you've got other aspects in the background, like hit marks, damage counters, and whatever. Little numbers that pop up every time you take a shot something, so it gives you points for that. I love that so much, because that is just like playing games. And then there's just stupid moments like getting teabagged. I love that so much. It's so stupid and I feel so childish for laughing at that. But there is very little funnier than killing somebody and then just teabagging on the body. It's great. It's so stupid. But I love that. And so this film has a lot of benefits, but it also has a lot that's not really going well for it. So in the grand scheme of things, this is a fun film. This is a nice film. It's an enjoyable film for a lot of people. I know kids are going to love it. I know probably adults are going to love it. I liked it I didn't love it I liked it I feel bad I feel bad that I'm being too harsh on him but there were just so many points where I was thinking that's just dumb that's just stupid because even though you've got Ryan Reynolds doing these things that doesn't automatically make it funny I know he's a funny guy he's one of my favorite actors he's one of the funniest people out there but at the same time there does come a point where you've got to understand there's a difference between actually being funny and saying something funny okay there is a massive difference he is being funny that usually says funny stuff, it's just scripts like this, they don't do anybody any favours. That being said, the script itself flies by, it goes really quickly. The film is just under two hours, but it doesn't really feel like that, it was quite short, but I liked that. But then again, there's not really a lot of content to be had with it. There were a few points where I was thinking, is this it? It didn't really feel like there was that much substance going with it, it was just more style and the little teases, little sprinklings of substance here and there, but I like that because it didn't really delve too much because it doesn't need to, it just keeps you on your toes, it keeps it fast paced, but at the same time it's kind of empty, it's kind of a bit of a shallow film that you aren't really going to be talking about it long after you've seen it, you'll probably mention it and be like, I liked that bit, I liked this bit, that was cool, that was fun, let's go see it again. I'll happily watch it again and I'm pretty sure everybody is going to watch it at least twice because there are probably so many things that you've missed. There aren't as many things that you could have missed to the extent of Ready Player One or Space Jam 2 because this feels more like less of an easter egg hidden film, more of a just an entertaining Friday night watch sort of film. So in that respect it works and that's what it's trying to go for. So it works, the directing is fine, the acting is fairly okay except for Taika Waititi, he's not good in this film. But everybody else does a great job, Jodie Comer is really good and I love the characters, I love both their real world characters and their video game characters. There's a lot of fun to be had with it, there's not really many surprises or twists, I mean maybe there are but to me the biggest surprises were 
scenes happening in the trailer which I thought would be later in the film but then they actually turn up quite early on so if you've seen the trailers don't really feel that you've seen too much because they still managed to hide a lot of good fun from it that was good because I was worried the trailers would give away way too much but they really don't however at the same time most of the jokes that are in the film that work are just in the trailers already and some of them aren't even done as well which I don't understand because there are some moments in the trailer that do make you laugh but then when they're said in the film, they're just so bland and so dead, there's no laughter to be had. So I didn't really understand how that worked. Anyway, I'm going to cut this short here. Go and listen to the spoiler review if you want, because I talk a lot more about it. Either way, there's a lot of fun to be had with this film. There's a lot of action, there's a lot of heart, there's a lot of drama, there's a lot of pretty good CGI. There's a lot of dodgy CGI as well, though. That's the problem. There's a lot of CGI that looks very poor, but that's only when it's in the human world looking into the video game world. It's like we have to make this look worse than it actually is, but why? We've seen other films that do this technology so well. Why? Anyway, the film is good, the film is fine, the film is not great, it's just good, it's solid, it's a fun watch, people will enjoy it, I think I'm just too old for it, which is ironic because I'm not even that old, I'm only 20, but I just feel like it's clearly for a younger audience that plays games like Fortnite, that watches streamers that are featured in the film, I do not care for them, and I rant about them a lot in my spoiler review, but I just do not understand the hype around watching streamers play these sort of games, like... Why are you watching a streamer play a game like Fortnite when you can just play it yourself? There's nothing fun about watching somebody play just a stupid shooting game where only one person wins by the end of it. If you're going to watch a streamer, watch something good, like watch a horror gameplay, watch just something story-driven or multiple-choice gameplay. Watch that because you're going to play it different to how they play it. You're going to react different to how they react. When you're playing a game like Fortnite or even Call of Duty or FIFA to an extent, there are only so many things you can actually do. There's a set limited amount of things to do. Fortnite is just the same thing over and over and over again. It's just completely ridiculous how that game is so popular. It's a mystery to me. It's so rubbish. It irritates me how popular that game was and is, even though it's a dead game now. It just irritates me how popular that game was. Because I can recommend so many other games that do what it does better and that are so much more enjoyable. But when you're watching a streamer play it, what are you gaining from that? And then we're paying these streamers. Why are you paying money to watch somebody play a game you can just play for free? Why? We need to stop investing in this sort of rubbish and just actually pay for the game itself and play it yourself and get a first-hand experience of what it's like. Because I can guarantee you will enjoy the game significantly more if you just play it yourself. Just don't focus on watching what this guy's playing and watching what they're playing or whatever. What are they talking about? Let's see what they're doing next. Just play the game yourself. Just make your own opinion of it. Just enjoy it. Some streamers are fine, and I know I'm one to talk because I'm doing a literal podcast, but at the same time, why is everybody scared of forging their own opinion just in favour of watching somebody else and having their judgement? If somebody likes this game, you automatically like it. If somebody stays away from that game, you never play it. Why? You have not played it yourself. You just hear about what somebody else doesn't like, who has completely different other tastes to you, no doubt. It literally makes no sense. And this is the problem with society. Okay, we live in a society, I said it, where people, especially kids, they're growing up with this sort of thing where it's the norm to just take the opinion of whatever's popular. They don't make their own opinions for themselves. They don't play these games to find out if they like them themselves. They just see what's popular on YouTube. What's trending? What are people talking about? Let's watch gameplay. Let's watch this. Just play it. Just literally play it. Just have fun. 
Video games are fun. This movie is fun because it proves that video games are fun because it makes you think about should we interact more with these NPCs? Should we just mow them down every single time we see them? Because I sure as hell do when I'm playing GTA. If I'm walking down the street and I hear somebody curse at me, I will just steal the nearest car, reverse straight into them and then drive back over them. It's fun. You're allowed to do that. If this wasn't allowed to be done, why would they have it in the game? And no, there is no correlation between playing violent games makes you a violent person. It's purely the fictional world that you're having this extreme violence in. Nothing to be scared of. This film does open your eyes to the possibility that we should be paying more attention to non-playable characters and what these things are doing and should we just be friends with them sure that's fun that's all nice and that but if you weren't supposed to do the evil things that people do to them why would they be in the game in the first place why would that possibility be an option because there are a lot of other games like need for speed where if you're driving down the pavement people will just jump out of the way it's physically impossible to actually hit somebody they will jump out of the way every single time gta however you can fully just yeah commit many acts of terrible violence and kill a lot of people but if that's in the game do it okay nobody should tell you not to nobody's gonna judge you well a lot of people are gonna judge you for no reason whatsoever even though they just can't have fun this game is fun these games are fun this movie is fun just have fun with it okay turn your brain off leave it at the door and you'll probably have a blast with it i enjoyed it i liked it i'm definitely gonna see it again anyway that's me done rant over i didn't want to rant in this one too but i have and i've ranted for too long Anyway, Free Guy is a fun time. It's probably Ryan Reynolds' best film of the year. It's one of his best in a few years, actually. Probably since Deadpool 2, maybe. Or maybe Six Underground, because I did like that film a lot. But yeah, either way, it's better than Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard from earlier in the year. I liked a lot of this film. Had a few issues here and there, but nothing that isn't apparent in every other film ever. So in that respect, this film works for what it does. That is the thing. The directing is perfectly great for what it is. The acting is great for what it is. The logic and the notion of everything is perfect for what it is. This film is just exactly what it sets out to be. And it works. It succeeds in that respect. So you should enjoy it. Everybody should enjoy it. It's just not one that you're going to be like, yes, that was terrific. I cannot wait for a sequel. Maybe they'll do a sequel. I'll probably watch it. I'll be happy with that. But I'd rather just see more films like this, but take it down that originality route because I like that a lot. You know, I really did. It was pretty unique. But at the same time, there's a lot of little fun references to all the video games that I just want to go back and play. So the best advice I can offer is if you like some of the things on display in this film, go and try and play the games. You know, you'll have a lot more fun with it because I sure will. I'm going to go and play the games right now and I'm probably going to enjoy it a lot. So thanks to this film, I enjoy those games more now. So this has been Free Guy, I've been Kieran, and I'll speak to you in the next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth.